In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. One is Mark and John's the co-host. They're alive. They are not ghosts. It's five cold screams. It's five cold screams. It's a nightmare, not a dream. Five cold screams. It's five cold screams. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Oh, Mark, I am so excited about our guest this week. Please let everyone know who is joining us. They're an actor and performer you've seen in Baby Wands Candy, Between Two Ferns, The Movie, and Reno 911 Defunded. It's Giovanni. Hi! Yay, 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 yay. Woo! Air horns. Air horns do get the party started, am I right? Absolutely. We've, Absolutely. we've been Pavlovian uh, trained right now to be like, I almost oh, feel like if someone wants to use them in an emergency on a boat accident, people would just start partying. Did you hear that air horn? <laughs> Somehow tequila would just <laughs> so appear. Yeah. Stupid. yeah. That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> They've lost their original purpose. Like, I wonder if silly string used to be like a flotation device or something. You know, something <laughs> that used to be only for funerals. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is five, our first Five Cold Screams of 2022, which is when we're due just horror movies for the month, because now mm-hmm. it's uh, spooky season. Yes. Giovanni, are you? Mu- I did have a question before we got, start getting into that, though. Okay. All right. This is for, for the group. Would you rather see a middle-aged woman climbing up your walls or a man on fire in the living room? Man on fire in the living room. Easy. Me too. Me too. Ooh, why? Because that, oh, I have my reason, but go ahead, okay. Giovanni, if you have one. I'm not that into my living room, and I oh. love a reason to redecorate. Oh, um, oh you were thinking beyond. <laughs> that was not my reasoning. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of logical there's a lot of logical reasons that might explain why a person is on fire in the living room, and all of those things are replaceable. But uh, somebody climbing up the walls, like that's just like that's shit's going to go down for real. Yes. Somebody's probably about to jump their whole spirit into my mouth. Yeah, and like it's just going to be a worse day. I think 
exactly. I think a man on fire in the living room. I know what this is. I know how to handle it. Yeah, I mean, I've, cl- yeah, I've cleaned this up before. I've cleaned up messes before. But a woman climbing at the wall is like, oh, everything I thought I knew about the laws of the universe are out the window. Mm-hmm. What's Absolutely. next? Oh, Absolutely. see, I, no, see, I, to me, that's more appealing. It's I don't like, know. Oh, we get to read things. Stuff. I, I, someone being on fire to me just feels too. I don't. I don't want to ever see that. You know, I actually this is a slight tangent, but um, <laughs> when I was I was on set and um, I was talking to some stunt people who were going to be set on fire that day. Wow, wow. And they were talking about how they like worked up to that. Like that's the cush stunt job. They were like, oh, yeah, when we were young, really? we had to get hit by cars and we had to jump off of things oh. and stuff like that. But that's it. That's it. We don't we, we've worked our way up and now we have graduated to being on fire. This is the cush. <laughs> I wonder if that's like there's just oh. less risk involved, like there's more there's control, so like a car accident. It feels like there's more things that can go wrong. Yeah, I, I guess so. like maybe it's just like you and the element and you can like, I don't know, roll yourself control out more rather than like somebody else driving and hitting you with a car or something like that. Mm. But now when I if, I think if I were to see a man on fire, I'd be like, they're all, they're Look mostly all right. Yeah, he's <laughs> he might have wanted this their yeah. whole career. He's <laughs> making double time right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So many Vietnam War protesters were successful stuntmen. <laughs> For the SAG health insurance. That's yeah. why they did it. That's really why they did it. Wow. Uh, well, I'm glad we cleared that up. But Giovanni, are you, I think I got a sense from when I asked you to pick a movie. Are you, you're not quite a horror movie person. Is this I correct? Am, I am not a horror movie person. Um, you asked me, you said we were going to talk about horror movies and I sent you a list of seven horror movies, you which t- was the whole list of the ones <laughs> I've seen in my life. Yes. <laughs> Do you do you, do you like see or I mean I guess you don't but do you like see did you see these in theaters or is this something like at home with friends? I saw Hereditary like I want to say two years ago so at a okay. at a house with a partner that I had talked to oh no we were just <laughs> friends at that time and I oh. said like I had been told by so many people like Hereditary is such a good movie this friend like absolutely loves scary movies we spent a lot of time together during quarantine we were like quarantine buddies sure okay um and so this was like my like friend extension of like I know you love watching horror movies I will watch one I it is required that you will not leave. Uh, that night, I will. You will spend oh, the entire I see. night. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Have you gotten freaked out before so by like wait, other so- movies? Absolutely. Um, when I was a teenager, my friends, like people understood that I'm like a very, very scared person. And uh, like people thought it would be funny to take me to scary movies. And so, and sure. but I will okay. scream in a movie theater. I will scream aloud, not hear myself doing it. And people will <laughs> complain afterwards. Yourself? Well, what is it about like, what I just curious to like uh, get down to like, what is it that like disturb? Is it like violence, gore, suspense, or the supernatural? <laughs> like, is there all of it? I'm really, really scared of aliens. Um, I don't like a jump scare. I like, I hate when, I absolutely hate that shot when, um, when somebody's already looking at you when you're like scanning the horizon or something and then there's like a person in a window who's already staring at you i hate that um and i don't i don't i don't like gore i I mostly i mostly don't see it though because my eyes immediately shut sure oh you just resist it (laughs) yeah well i think that's you know we've already mentioned the movie we might as well just get get it today we're kicking off uh five cold screams with hereditary john What's the deal with Hereditary? Mark, let me tell you the deal with Hereditary. It was written and directed by Ari Aster. 
And when the matriarch of the Graham family passes away, her daughter and grandchildren begin to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestry, trying to outrun the sinister fate they have inherited. It stars Tony Collette, Alex Wolf, Millie Shapiro, Ann Dowd, and Gabriel Byrne. It was released on June 8th, 2018, and made over $80 million off a budget of $10 million. Pretty good investment there. Peter Travers of Rolling Stone gave the film three and a half out of four stars and called it the scariest movie of 2018, saying, It's Collette giving the performance of her career, who takes us inside Annie's breakdown in flesh and spirit and shatters what's left of our nerves. Her tour de force bristles with provocations that for sure will keep you up nights but first you'll scream your bloody head off <laughs> and Richard Roper of the Chicago sometimes said Colette deserves best actress consideration for playing another mother trapped in another inexplicable spine tingling situation and that is the deal with hereditary is the so other G- one Krampus <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> so Giovanna this was one of your horror mo- why hereditary I I do I mean I'm not a horror movie person, but I do love a good movie. And this, this one came good highly movie. recommended. Yeah. Also, Tony Collette is like my number one, like number one, maybe number two, but she's always like in my top in top three. Um, definitely. Yeah. And I like I just watched United States of Terra yesterday, like <laughs> the whole thing, it. just just <laughs> just revisiting it. And I was just like, God, she's still just the best. So yeah, uh, that was why I made an exception for Hereditary. Also, I love families. <laughs> and what a beautiful portrait of a family, a hereditary. <laughs> so do you like hereditary? Like, do you, you do think hereditary is a good movie? Is that, am I correct in that? I'm I'm glad that I saw it. I'm okay. I'm still there there are images, yeah. there's still images that I never saw and images that I will never unsee. <laughs> sure. But I am I am glad that I saw it. I think that she was incredible. I think that they're right. I think that the the kids were great. Um, yeah. it yeah. was it was freaky, but and like it was fucking real. Um, yeah. <laughs> That like seance scene when she just like Ooh. wants to get out of it. Like I was like, yeah, that's real. Like it can be like, yeah, this is really happening, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are you not? Uh, did you check out his follow up film, Midsummer? Uh uh-uh. uh. Fair enough. Yeah. No. That makes sense. It's about as intense as this one. I would, maybe less intense, yeah. even I would say. Oh, is it less? I don't know. I don't need anything else. Fair not, enough. I'm, You're doing more. Fine. There's more of a sweet period in Midsommar than there is in this. <laughs> is this there? one feels like bleak <laughs> from moment one. Like it does open team. with a murder suicide. Yes, but Midsommar <laughs> also has some like, oh, this will be fun. Maybe they'll be okay. But no. it's a it's a lighthearted <laughs> a murder. A little movie. bit more, yeah. I do not know what movie John was watching, but okay. I'm not saying it's overall, <laughs> but there's like a little bit. You have a little bit more fresh air in Midsommar. Well, it's literally set during the day for most. There's for the, the that show as well. Yes, there's a lot more sunshine. And we're not selling you on Midsommar. We're not no, going to try. I, to me, that feels rude because I'm just like, I want some places to feel safe. I want daytime to feel safe. Right. <laughs> um, I want, if it feels bleak, I want it to be I want it to be correct that things are bleak corner. or scary. Yeah. yeah. And if like Swedish people are your comfort zone, this would ruin mm-hmm. going to Ikea. No, no, you'll never you go. Forever. Yes. And you'll there's never gummy fish. <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> Give me a, well, what about you, John? Have you uh, seen Hereditary before? I saw it when it came out in theaters and I think it was I don't know what was going on in my life at the time but it was one of those movies where after 15 minutes I fell asleep and I woke up when it was over oh! and it's not because the movie was not good I just my body went oh you're in a dark room relax and so I I was technically the second time I watched it but it was like the first time I watched it I think it's great I think Tony Collette is indeed incredible 
the whole time I was like, she's the one of the bravest actresses ever because she mm-hmm. plays a character that at times you're like, you are a horrible human being. And mm-hmm. she does not flinch at all in leaning into it. It is a dark, crazy movie, much like Midsommar. At, you get to a point where you're like, I have no idea where this is going. I have no idea how this is going to end. I'm never going to make sense of it. So I'm just going along for the ride. Mm-hmm. And in that way is really great and fun. Uh, yeah, so I'm glad I actually finally fully watched it. So a thumbs up from John. A thumbs up for me. How about Yay. you, Mark? What is your what is your history? What's your 23 and me with Hereditary? Well, the first time, <laughs> my first time I saw it, I saw it with my boyfriend at the time. We were big horror movie fans, so we always loved getting like real stone in the parking lot. They going in with our popcorn and candy, Classic. and then 30 minutes into the Hereditary, we're like, oh, this is not <laughs> that kind of movie. Um, <laughs> And then I'd like some tourist trap. (laughs) Yeah. But I loved it because I think, oh, it's like such a good, it's an actual, like a real movie. It's just not like a thrill machine, Mm -hmm. a spook machine. Uh, But then I ended up like promising two other people I'd see it with them, but they couldn't go at the same time. So I saw it three times in the theaters. You, and I think Mark oh Rennie, gosh. you keep your promises. I keep my promises. So Is I, your personality like darker? <laughs> I don't think any more than times. normal. He no, just loves air conditioning. That's I love air conditioning. Loves an air conditioned room. I'll t- let me tell you that I love getting out of the house when I can. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have to go to a nightclub. Get or away from the bar. wife. He loves it. Give him <laughs> any excuse. I don't, I'll see anything. Um, so this, I think, my first time seeing it since I saw it in theaters, and I thought, and I also love Midsummer, and I love that. I think it's one of the best recent horror movies of like the last 10 years i think it's like um that good i think it's something we'll be talking about 50 years from now if Mm. we're all still alive i think (laughs) it's wonderful i think the family drama works and the horror elements are so good and also i love you it's one of those movies where you do feel like oh this is what i feel like actual evil would feel like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean with just these normal looking people too like this cult is just like a bunch of normies but yeah that's the most fucked up darkest people you know what I mean? Yeah. Look that, at a uh, who votes our electorate. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I do. I did, did do a great job of just like this is what evil looks like when it's just existing among yeah. you in the normal world. When it's ha- like when something's happening inside your classroom. I think that scene was absolutely powerful. Like yeah, that oh, yeah. hand acting was that the was best so I've ever crazy. seen in my life. Yes. <laughs> And you love the Muppets. <laughs> I absolutely love the Muppets. My dad was a Muppet, and I think that this kid was better. That wow. puts so many things into perspective. <laughs> That's why your last name is Grover Jr. <laughs> That's why your middle name is The. <laughs> um, well, let's get into As you may or may not know, Giovanni, we're looking for the gayest movies ever. So we have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton of categories and at one point you are going to come up with a category come up with a category or, or pick a, pick a category pre-existing category off this, of the wheel we keep forgetting to talk about this beforehand <laughs> so don't when we get to the wheel segment it You'll all makes it. sense yeah, don't worry you about trust it. me okay. uh, but this is our current top five gayest movies ever so this is what you're up against Uh, In fifth place, with an 89.81%, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. In fourth place, with a 90.37%, Madonna, Truth or Dare. In third place, with a 92.99%, The Bride of Frankenstein. In second place, with a 93.21%, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. And currently, number one, still gayest movie ever, with a 94.83%, is Female Trouble. I forgot to do just the horror movie version of the list, but we got a lot okay. in the top 20. There's Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, 80, 80%. The Craft has an 84.20. The Lost Boys. Duke. 
We haven't, we done, haven't done the Baba Duke yet. But all right, Giovanni, if you had to guess now, how well do you think Hereditary is going to do? How gay is Hereditary by yeah. percent? Yeah. yeah, like if you, you had to guess. Just a guess. If I had to guess, I would say thirty-six percent. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching this. I was like, this is not very gay at no. all, but a wonderful <laughs> movie. Yeah, great movie. And oh, was it supposed to, to be about. gay? It doesn't have no one. Cares. Okay. <laughs> no. I hate when I'm not gay enough. It's the note I always get. <laughs> really? I've never got that every note. audition. Isn't that interesting? No. no. That, this Broadway uh, dancer, singer, storyteller. Weird. Real weird. Um, well, let's get into it. The first group of categories are the canon categories. So for these, we'll each give a score between zero and a hundred. Then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. So. Giovanni, what would you give Hereditary on a scale of 0 to 100 in actual gay characters? Is there anyone who's actually gay in this movie? Oh, that they say? I think so. I think I think that zero? would be they don't say. But what about Joan, her friend Joan? Oh, yeah. Bit of a busybody and doubt. She's really uh, she's definitely trying to seduce Annie in a way. She's definitely they trying to get her in her. They do have a weird there's like get her in my claws. vibe going on there. Mm-hmm. Also, there's, there's there's some scenes in high school classrooms. There's got to be a gay kid or two in there somewhere. Okay, okay. It's okay. not a zero. I see how we play. Okay, okay. <laughs> I would also uh, bring up this. This is a big up. one. Okay. What about Paymon himself? The demon. He promises riches if you get him a hot male body. Is he so different than Ryan Murphy? Oh. Mm, maybe oh, not. Oh, I love that. Also, he does kind of cub it. I think when you're eternal, you're inherently pansexual. I would assume. But you, after a while, you're like, I'll put it wherever. It's all just, it's, yeah. I mean, it's like, what are genitals yeah. when you're, exactly. when you don't have a body? Like, you yeah, know, it's like, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. Thank you. Thank you for this clarity. <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to jump up to 64%. 64? I didn't mean it to be that persuasive, but go nuts. Okay. <laughs> So we've got a weird spirit god. We've got maybe it's technically a demon. Excuse me, could... demon. Maybe Ann Dowd and some kids in the classroom. I'll go. What did you give it? She gave it 64. 64. I'll go 34. 34. Yeah, I don't even believe my own arc. I'll give it a 25. Which I think is still high, but hey, it got a 41. <laughs> okay. And that's, uh, we'll say, 25 points lower than All About Eve. All right. Our next category, gay icons. How are we doing on gay icons? Well, I mean, I think it's Tony Collette. Yeah, absolutely. What about mm-hmm. Ann Dowd? Is she not a gay icon? Yeah, Aunt I think Lydia so. from Handmaid's Tale? I mean, she's not, you know, Olivia Newton-John I'm recipes. Just, no. I had my first orgasm to Tony Collette. Okay, <clears throat> really? Uh, so what I, happened? I, I, <laughs> I, it was a Little Miss Sunshine. Um, All right. I had I pa- I paused it so that nobody else would come into frame. Um, I was like sure. older, like t- I think I was t- like twenty two. Yeah, I had my first first orgasm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but I uh, I was like, there was just something about how like real she was and how, what a great actress. I just like, I just was I that the first time you had seen her. her in anything? No, no. I was like, I already, I already really liked her. Also, you never, I never remembered that she's not American because her accent <laughs> right, is flawless. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, flawless. Um, but yeah, I was so surprised. I was like, wow, just like a still of Tony Collette, like having a hard day was like yeah, yeah. what was the scene wow. that you like what was happening like, she was like re- she was really upset 
upset with Greg Kinnear for like his book deal mm-hmm. not going through. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> who wasn't? Fan the flames. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, where's my vibrator? Hold on. <laughs> Crack my spine. Let the river run. Okay. <laughs> and I just tried not to overthink it, you know? It was just like you something's shouldn't. happening. No. And I'm yeah. just, I've never, th- I've this has never come to fruition for me. You found and your so, little miss sunshine. I did. Sure. That's Thank nice. So Great. Yeah. So to me, she's absolutely a bit a, of a sexual a awakening. Icon. Yeah, that yeah. sounds huge. Yeah. I mean, I've never I, and I've never stopped. <laughs> never stopped. <laughs> no. That never day. stopped. <laughs> There's also Millie Shapiro. She was Matilda on Broadway. She was the the sister. And do we think A24 is a gay icon? I do feel there's a certain segment of millennial gays who would love her. Or love her. Yeah, her. A24, sure. A24. Yeah. (laughs) What is the big gay movie from A24? I think it's just the overall the like vibe the, the literally the I vibe think there's of like, A24. There, I think when I think A24 I think like smart cool like what the cool kids move like yeah like Zola, movie, the movies that movie you know, stars like, want to make yeah yeah you know your I mean? body's body but it doesn't bodies. feel to me like the gay place yeah I just I think, think gay it, people are partial to like I love an independent movie studio I do I like I like A24 I like the movies they put out if I was gonna like categorize it as anything i would probably say just like cloudy i feel like it's cloudy and yeah 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 Yeah. right Uh, and then we get a judy collins cover of both sides now over the end credits Mm. but i think the majority like said i'm not saying my score is 75 but 75 percent of my score will be because of tony tony collette okay so we're rating the gay gay icons gay Gay icons gay icons okay i'm i'm gonna say 24. 24. A24. A24. A24%. Wow. A24. I think Tony Collette is sort of like the hipper Meryl Streep for like gay, like movie, for like movie gays. So like love. So I will give it, I'll give it a 50. 50. I was thinking 50 as well. I'm going to give it a 50 as well. Given an average of 41.33, which is 5.34 points lower than Blue Crush. And that had Michelle Rodriguez. Okay. All right. Oh, gosh. I just watched Blue Crush last week. She was my... She was my like up. sexy number one for until like recently. Michelle Rodriguez, yeah, she's great. she also looks the same now. Yeah. She's not aging. Yeah, how That's fun! Fun, good for her. What is her skin regimen? Let's talk to her dermatologist. Uh, all right. Our speaking of checking out skin, the queer gaze. By this we mean, how can you? I I'm starting to think of this. How can you tell? Like, oh, it feels like this is like by okay. queer people for queer people. Like this shot, you know what I mean? Like imagery that is like, oh, there's like a queer vibe to this like imagery mm-hmm. we're getting. It's kind of how I'm starting to think of this category, and I think it's quite low in this movie. Um, I think I mean, treehouses feel queer. Treehouses. There we go. There's a treehouse, right? There's yeah, tree that's house. the yeah, whole end of the yeah, movie. The same movie. Yeah, yeah. treehouses yeah. feel queer to me. It's like this is like I don't know. This is where you like take take it's the magazines of, you found in the woods. Sure. Or, it's like whimsical like, architecture. I think just the fact that like it isn't like as you were saying earlier, these aren't perfect bodies. These are sort of like weird looks, and the fact that I think Tony Collette allows herself to not look beautiful, even though she is beautiful, but she allows herself to look sort of like exhausted and tired and going through grief to me feels like the queer gaze of being like let's show this well most horror movies have a history of like putting their ladies through the ringer though like not you don't come out of a horror no movie i get that but like she's not looking she she doesn't look glamorous in the midst of it but in that way sort of does am i making sense mm-hmm. no 
No. <laughs> Thank you, Giovanni, for your support. <laughs> there are lots of naked people, though, speaking of real bodies. Yeah. Flooding the frame. And is there something queer about like going into the movie starts with like a shot of like a miniature house only for that to be revealed to be like a real thing? Like, okay, what is, uh, oh, so what is reality here? You know, yeah, these are all pawns in a game. It has know. definitely like a strong visual aesthetic. It's a beautifully sh- photographed mm-hmm. film yes. movie. It's gorgeous. Oh, I think taking your sister to a party, that happens, right? It does. Yeah, that feels that feels like that feels like that's us. Like that's the queers like getting taken to a party and like feeling weird. Well, you, when you when, when you have to take your little sister to a party that's called a galbatross. I'm so Is sorry. it? No. <laughs> it's going to be. I'm so sorry. I apologize. No, don't apologize. Don't apologize. Well, what do we think for queer guy? I don't think this is particularly No. I think Ari Aster pretty much a very straight man. Yeah. Directed this movie. So yeah. what do we think, Giovanni, if you had to put a score on the queer gaze? 9%. 9! Oh, G-A-Z-E. Got it. <laughs> G-A-Y-Z. I will say 12. 12. Um, for that house, a spooky 13. I'll give it. Uh, <laughs> give it in an average of 11.33, which is 57 points lower than Back to the Beach. This is actually the least lowest uh, queer gaze a movie has gotten <laughs> in this current scoring system. The next highest is uh, the Invitation with 27. Do people like hearing these numbers? I don't know. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> no one's telling me to stop. So I guess I'll keep doing it. Uh, all right. Our next category. Entrances with pizzazz. Uh, well, I think the actual that dollhouse opening is a pretty great entrance. When the dad walks through the door and like, oh, this is a bedroom. This is an actual real bedroom now. Sure. It kind of breaks the reality, and that's pretty fun and jarring. There's also a great whip pan in the party when they reveal uh, Peter has weed. Mm. That's mm-hmm. fun. Okay. Okay. That telephone pole's got a great entrance. <laughs> well, the first time we see <laughs> it, enter. <laughs> yeah, because like the camera's like following the car, and then it, like Five pans over lights, and like stops right. right on it. I think it draws your attention to it for sure. Notice this, right? I don't know. I don't think these entrances were very zazzy. No. I will say this one entrance. How about anytime Paymon enters somebody's body? But it's like hard to know. No, you see like the little flicker of light every time. That's true. I will say the moment where <laughs> it's he hard to know. I say Tony one Collette. thing. That's true. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I've rescinded everything I've ever said. Like, do we ever? <laughs> do we ever define a flick? A little flicker of light as pizzazz? I would light coming from nowhere. He is, he is also demonic. Said, like light. someone walked into a room and no one noticed. That's pizzazzy. Sure. <laughs> I'm rooting for the movie. I love the one that really is funny to me is when Annie like shows up to the support group the second time and she was like, it's all shot from the dashboard cam. She's like, I'm not going. So she pulls away. But then uh, Joan runs into frame going, Annie, stop! <laughs> like waving her hands like a real middle-aged lady. Uh, <laughs> that one's real fun. I will say, I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say 5%. Five. Yeah, and I think that's a general. You see <laughs> a floating Tony Collette levitate up into a treehouse. Is that not an entry? Levitating. But we don't into see her house? enter the treehouse. We, we do the see her enter see. the treehouse. But if we see, if we were in the treehouse and we saw her, I think we're splitting hairs here. We're splitting I, heads. I, yeah. 
<laughs> I just feel like I feel like if I if I was like in somebody's backyard and I saw them float up into a treehouse, I wouldn't be like, oh, they just entered. Like they entered that yeah. treehouse. But if I'm seeing but them, this is not. There. But we are approaching this from entrances with pizzazz first. You know what I mean? So at, now that we are looking for entrances with pizzazz, how does floating seeing your mother levitate into? Uh, a treehouse, but that's like being entrance. backstage and watching someone like be on the elevator that goes onto the stage. It yeah. feels like more We're of an not exit. To the, me. It's, yes, I agree with Giovanni on that. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so Giovanni's giving it a four. Uh, John, what are you giving it? I will give it. I'll give it a twenty-three. Twenty-three. Um, you guys are nuts. I'm giving it a twenty-five. <laughs> 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 All right, the next one. I think we're going to make up a lot of points here. The Mike Pence anxiety scale. How much anxiety do you think this movie would give Mike Pence? This movie is so great at just having a creepy vibe throughout. Like even before it like launches into like weird supernatural territory, you're like something is up. This like, is this a fucked up family. Movie, you're like this movie is there's fu- something fucking weird going on this whole movie, and it just like you have to be comfortable being not comfortable to enjoy this movie. Well, because so much of like the the family relationship is fucked up before any like the horror start. Like no one really talks to each other. Everything's like terse. There are so much like not being said, and it's he would probably hate the, the, that group therapy session mm-hmm. that's the part no you think there. he would have the biggest but i think like that the demonic on top worship. of it yeah. oh. <laughs> and then the demonic worship of yeah yeah <laughs> i mean I, I maybe i don't understand the category but what i don't know wouldn't the demonic worship be like oh yeah he'd be like i get it i get this it. this makes yeah, sense yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and this now i'm why. at home <laughs> well i will say i did look christian spotlight on the movies our okay. window into the evangelical mind did review this movie Oh, okay. What and they, they said the occult actions in the film are not glorified and ultimately present the family's downfall. But Christians, or anyone for that matter, will be made extremely uh, uncomfortable. Allowing your eyes to see such wickedness is something that sh- every, anyone should be wary of, especially those who are sensitive or have a background in that environment. I don't know what kind of environment you have to be like. <laughs> I have a background. But they also family. thought it was extremely well made and that Tony <laughs> Collette should have gotten an Oscar nom. <laughs> I love the balance. There's, Tony I don't Collette, know, there's Tony some Collette like gay cannot guy. Be denied. <laughs> she can. It's such a weird review of the first like three quarters of the review are like glowing. Like it's so well done. Like the direction, the acting, the writing. Terrific. But then the end, like, uh, but Christian shouldn't see it. But we like, should watch it. God. You should not taste such glories. Man, just like living your life like that. Like, oh, I can't see this because of uh, they talk about the devil. Get it, grow up. <laughs> yeah, know, know thy enemy. Just a conversation. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, we're just talking about the devil. The devil can't do anything. <laughs> what has he done? <laughs> Nothing. Knock on wood. She goes away. We're fine. Show me the receipts for the devil. That's what I say. Um, so I think Mike Pence would have a lot of anxiety for this movie. I don't think he'd like this movie at all. I don't. I, he definitely wouldn't like it. I agree with the the Christian report that uh, <laughs> it shows their demise. It doesn't glorify it. It's like this is this That's is true. Bad, this is a bad but thing. I don't would let him say. The, one of the things I love about the movie is the end where it finally also we should say spoiler. You should watch this movie. Yeah. Everyone should watch this movie. Yeah. Um, unless you're 
sister was killed by a <laughs> telephone pole. Um, spoiler after the fact, but you probably know that you shouldn't watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but the end of the movie, when like the kid, the brother is finally like possessed by Paymon and is being yeah. worshipped, that the music is like soaring and like it acts. The movie feels like triumphant, you know, like it feels yeah. like a triumphant, like a win in a way. It doesn't feel like oh, evil one, this is dark and fucked. The music is like this, like glorious, almost like a uh, spiritual choir like i don't know it just that's what i find so disturbing about the movies that evil wins and it feels like a triumph oh mm. i it, i do i love the ending because i do i love yeah. in movies where it's not like yay we succeeded in things going <laughs> back to the, normal yeah, no, yeah. it's yeah. no worse <laughs> i i like that it's like no like this is where what we've been building to happen yeah and it it feels like acceptance it feels like resignation. it's just like yeah, yeah it's just like yeah. this is what it is so let's just get let's just get into it let's get wicked <laughs> is this more wicked than wicked I mean, they don't belt as high. Sure. Well, Tony Collette hits the rafters. Oh, that's she true. She does literally that's hit true. rafters. She you does defy gravity. <laughs> she does, she, yeah, yeah, she's literally defying gravity. And she's yeah. also been on Broadway, so there you go. Oh, does she sing? She does, yeah. She does? She does. She was in. I saw her in the Wild Party. She showed her boobs in that. I've seen her boobs. Oh. Giovanni would have loved it. Oh, yeah. I'd like to see <laughs> her. Like, up, everyone else needs to leave and in a blouse, so I could yeah. just miss me and her alone in this theater. <laughs> Screaming at her children is how you like her. <laughs> no, um, a part, a partner of similar age and size. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, what do we want to give this for the Mike Pence anxiety scale on zero to how much anxiety do you think Mike Pence is going to have? Fifty percent. 50. You think he's my do Okay. I think the, there's like cult aspects to it. There's weird possession. He doesn't like this. I'm giving it a 90. 90. I think I'm going like evil wins. So I think he would hate that. And it's presented as a triumph. So I'm going to go 97. Oh, you really upstaged me, Mark. I really did. <laughs> giving it a 79. Hey, that's pretty good. Still but high, still high, even though I dragged it down. You dragged it down. <laughs> um, it's three points lower than Death Spa. All right, our next category, probably make up points here. Hell on Heels. And by this, we mean feisty ladies. What? <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> How feisty are the ladies? What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, pass. Pass. <laughs> pass. You take offense to the very category. Oh, I don't know. I don't have time to pick apart why it bothers me. I just Fair decide enough. to pass. We should we well uh, we could leave yours blank then. It will just take the average of Jean and I's score. Let's talk about it. Let's if you want to chime in, you can chime in. I think uh, here's the thing about Tony Collette's performance in this movie. She is, it's the bravest, it's one of the bravest performances in cinema because she is at times, on the one hand, you're like, oh, she's going through some insane, horrible things she's going through emotionally. But then there are times where she acts like a total, complete, unredeemable nightmare. And it is amazing to me. I think like that she just like leans into it so much. So in that way, I feel like I would give it a 98 because she's just wow. so, like, she just is horrible self like she's like all those things which like on the one hand makes sense and then to me the other hand i was like you are an insane nightmare but it was so oddly thrilling to watch her pl play a complicated unlikable person that was so compelling that's my i can't my disagree and that character is causing pure chaos in this house 
who causing everyone to have nightmares, uh, throwing paint thinner on her children in the middle of the <laughs> night and threatening to burn them alive, right? Grabbing her son's head. Well, there's a theory uh, that is that's all these things that happens when she's sleepwalking is what the part of her that knows like what the, her mother is trying to do, preparing her own children to be a host for Paymon. Right. When she's sleepwalking, she knows like her body's like, I got to kill these kids. So Paymon can't come on to, to protect them. Well, to protect everything, you know? Sure. Fun theory. Uh, so what do you <laughs> want to give it for hell on heels, John? Uh, I, 97. 97. I'll go 90. Giovanni, would you like to uh, be remain uh, quiet? We, it has. Jo- we enjoy dropping coins in a bucket. Where there was like a noise after. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? Ninety-seven. <laughs> clunk. He just types very loudly. Clunk. I do have a mechanical keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually um, chiseling into a slate. Uh, yeah, a it takes a long time to do these numbers. <laughs> All right. Well, Giovanni is recusing herself, which means it gets an average of ninety-three point fifty. Even if he said zero or one, it would bring it down. If that's what you want to do. But recusing is the ultimate uh, refusal, and I wow. for it. All right. Finally, the last category. Let's hope you like this one. In oh, the my canon God. Categories. The last of the canon categories. On a scale of 0 to 100, how likely are you to recommend Hereditary to a gay person? Hmm. I mean, if they like Tony Collette. Yeah, I would recommend this to anybody. I don't sure. Know. But imagine, like, you're at brunch. Think of a gay person, and they're like, I've never seen Hereditary. What do you tell Oscar Montoya if he says, oh, I've never seen Hereditary? What do you say to him? I mean, honestly, I would be like, hey, this movie isn't as stupid as some of the things you like, but I think you'll love it. Fair. I'll, you'll love okay. it. Okay, gotcha. All right, now it's Mano Agapian. Oh, Mano. Um, uh, Mano, I... Yeah, I would be like, I would be like, this is, this is a, you're going to love this. I think we're all going to love this, everybody. Turn off (laughs) Troll 2 that Oscar (laughs) is forcing us to all watch and let's watch Hereditary. Very different experience. Very different experience. (laughs) So if we could put that into a number, what would you say, Giovanni? 95%, 5% for the the people who who might be triggered. Sure, fair enough. My mother levitated once. I can't go through that again. (laughs) What about you, John? What do you think? I will say I think it's a great movie. I think Tony Collette is great. There's nothing that feels gay essential about it to me. Sure. But I will give it an 80. 80. It is wild that she didn't wasn't even nominated for a freaking Golden Globe. And they give those that seems crazy. Because she's so good in this movie. So committed and like just being unhinged like her truly cry oh my god her cry yes that, like guttural oh that guttural god. like how do you do that i'll give it a 91 giving it an average of 88.67 which is eight points higher than death spa and also 40 exactly 40 points higher than funny lady okay this well, is not a funny lady in uh this hereditary mm-hmm all right, now we're into the wheel category. Spinning wheel. Spinning so these categories are all categories previous guests have brought in. We put them on this wheel, which is an oh, app okay. on my phone. Okay. So we're going to spin it twice. Whatever categories randomly pop up, that's how we will judge this movie. 
Then we have a, another wheel of listeners submitted categories. We'll spin it once, and whatever category comes up from that, we'll use Judge the Movie. And then after that, you will either come up with a category, or also Mark and I could suggest potential car- categories that already exist on the wheel that you might want to use. You can okay. do that. Instead. Oh my god, this is so many things. Exactly, that's why it was confusing earlier. It feels like when the, you know, when like in with a in like ballroom, how like in I think they were there was a scene in Pose where like they're like they're or I or am I thinking of I'm sorry, I never remember what i was watching but like where they're just like there are too many categories now <laughs> like, yeah, the category right. for every every yeah, queen yeah. coming up Absolutely. yeah well that's what this is so here we go post-apocalyptic forest stranger <laughs> realness scooter as transportation scooter Ooh. as transportation does anyone ride a scooter in this movie they should have no, I don't think there's a scooter. There's not a razor. It's just Volvo. A lot of Volvos. This is from Pieces of April. I don't think yeah, anyone rides no, a scooter. There's no, none of the high school kids ride a scooter. That or, woman's like, ghost nephew could have been on a scooter. We don't know. Does someone have fair? No. It was windy. <laughs> yeah. It was windy. He could have been whizzing around on a racer. That's true. No, we can't even stretch this one. What do we want to give it? Zero. Zero. I'll give it a three just because I'm sure someone in uh, you're sure I'm positive someone at high school wrote a scooter. Somebody wrote a scooter. Also, you keep on uh, y'all can't see this, but John has repeatedly held up four fingers. (laughs) He says three. (laughs) (laughs) How wild this answer is. Um, He's in charge of our finances. (laughs) (laughs) Worrying. (laughs) That's why I handle the scoring at least. (laughs) Clunk. Uh, I'll also give it a zero. Give it a one. One in scooter as transportation. Okay, Devastating right. wheel. Who's behind this wheel spinning? Paymon himself? <laughs> Dropping the robes. Dropping the robes. I don't know what that means. So that comes from, I believe, Sister, Sister Act, Act two, 2, where they were like, right before they go on for the their big performance, when the Whoopi's like, drop the robes, we're just going to be ourselves. Oh, the robes. Oh, okay, great. In yes. a way, I would say like Tony Collette's performance is almost like being so vulnerable. You know what I mean? Like opening up, being so raw. In, in a way, is like dropping the robe, making just like presenting your like exposed heart in a way. There's something uh, robe dropish about her performance, I would say. Sure. I think there's also just something to like the cult revealing itself at the end. Yes, I think that they absolutely put on on the robes. We're going to (laughs) worship Payman Payman now. Um, Yeah, I think it's big time drop the robes. (laughs) <laughs> it's big time big robe time. droppage movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not a scooter movie for fans of scooters. No, but robe dropping. If that's your thing, this is for you. Pure catnip. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna go high. I'm gonna say uh I'm gonna say seventy-two percent. Seventy-two. I'll give it a sixty-two. Sixty-two. I'll give it a uh eighty-seven. Oh. Oops, I wrote ninety-seven. See, John, I know the difference when I make a wrong number. Uh, Give it an average of 73.67. If I typed it in, I would have known. (laughs) All right, now we're into the listener category. This wheel is not as many categories on it, but we're going to spin it once and see what comes up here. But it's growing. These are listener-submitted categories. If you want to submit a category, there's a link to the Google form in our show notes. Well-groomed. Well-groomed. This comes, they say, what the description of the category, how well-groomed, neat, and well-put-together 
are the characters and movie itself. Mise en scène, oh. anyone? Um, Ooh, well, those this is so come. This person said it would be a thrill to be credited. No social media. They don't touch <laughs> this up, but it's just longtime fan Patrick Smith. Well, thank you, Patrick. Thank Smith. you, Patrick thank Smith. You, Patrick Smith. One of our founding fathers, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I think this movie is so like the compositions of this movie is so well. He had this thing storyboarded like three years before they even like. Yeah, added I mean, the miniatures. Agreement. Yeah. Yeah, the world is is beautiful and well well kempt. There's so um, many, yes. especially towards the last 30 minutes when like time starts shifting, like they'll go from day to night in an edit. And like those, like mm-hmm. when the when the son is like sitting on his bed and it goes to an instant cut to him in the high yes. school class. Like that stuff is so good. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, uh, this is like neat. a very fashionable movie. But like the very char- fashion. Not the like characters. fashion, but like it looks like it had like the a, a style a, a style yes that's what i meant a very stylish movie thank you yeah. thank you mark for mocking me into the correct word hey whatever it takes <laughs> <laughs> but the characters have a groundedness to their looks yeah it's not like mind-blowing fashion or anything but it doesn't look out of place but it if looks anything good. people look poorly groomed the more the yeah. movie goes on but the yeah, movie itself sure. i would say it's very well groomed. yeah that's mm-hmm. why i'm having a little bit of a hard time because those things are not the same because if they had both, that would probably be like a hundred. But this only has one of those, really. Okay. Although Gabriel Byrne is pretty well groomed, the dad. Yeah, he's pretty neat and tidy. But those Don't miniatures, him at all. The father, he's the one who burns alive in the uh, living room. Yeah, when she throws oh. the, the notebook in the fire and he burns up. <laughs> oh, I do remember that. You remember? I thought. I thought he's on. probably fine. He loves yeah. this. <laughs> I mean, and I on, forgot about it. If you're gonna set someone on fire, it might as well be Gabriel Byrne. It's right there in the name. There <laughs> no. <you go>. <laughs> they probably made that joke on set. Sure, Burn, baby, burn! Today's the day. Come on, Gabriel. We get the money. We got our top stuntmen. Uh, yeah. So, what do you want to give this for? Well groomed, Giovanni. I guess I'll go like seventy-five. Seventy-five, perfectly yeah. reasonable. I'll go seventy-one. 71, John, little tut tut. Um, I'll give it an 80. Give it an average of 75.33. All right, Giovanni, the time has come for you to come up with the category, if you so choose, um, that we can use to judge how gay this movie is and all future movies, because we would throw it on that wheel we just spun. Or we could suggest categories that already exist on the wheel that we think would do well for this movie. But if you have an idea for a category, let's go with that. Is there a face category? What do you mean? Just like giving just face? Ser- yes, serving, serving face. face. Serving not face. a serving face. Uh, there category. isn't. I like it. Face category. Talk, yeah. talk, talk to us. What do you think serving face as a category means? Like, how do you? You know, expression of the eyes, um, emotion emitted, uh, <laughs> lip engagement. There's a bit of like modeling kind of aspect, yes, to it, right? Cheekbones. Portfolio work. Yes, There's a but... lot of long shots in this movie where her, like, her big first monologue at that you know emotional support group is one shot like she does like a full like i'm a theater actress giving you one monologue but the camera is just slowly panning in yeah right and also very similar to to the intro of united states of terror okay so yes you understand the serving face category we do i love it so what Uh, would you give hereditary and serving face they she does say you just sit there with your face on your face and that dinner table a blow up Another amazing monologue she has. Amazing. She's got a bunch. She's got a bunch. 
Have you ever seen, remember like a year or I don't, who knows what time is it? Remember when everybody was like yassifying things? Mm-hmm. Sure. They did that. They did one of um, when Tony Collette, after her husband burns to death, there's like she like gets possessed and like all life leaves her body, but they yassified that <laughs> and it looked pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 72. 72. I think for all the long shots that they have on like monologues and like really let the actors do like the heavy lifting, I'll give it an 87. 87. And we haven't mentioned uh, there's a beautiful close up shot of the little sister's decapitated head there's with that. ants crawling all over it. Oh now gosh. that is literally yeah, that is serving, serving face. face. That is, I, I, you know what? I didn't see that part. <laughs> <laughs> because I had my fucking eyes closed, um, but I believe you. It. I believe you, and I will up my score if you. Oh, if you sure. Can, if you, you can yeah, backspace can. on your, I absolutely typewriter. can. And I will. I will say eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Wow, coming in hot. I'll give it a ninety. Coming in hotter. Coming in hotter. Tss. Given an average of 88. Hey, it's five cold screens, baby. My favorite time of the year. <laughs> All right. Now we are into the bonus categories. Extra, extra. So these categories, as their name implies, are just bonus. So it's just going to be zero to 10% bonus category, bonus points it gets in any of these categories. So if it doesn't do well, it doesn't work against it. But as some people like to say, it doesn't help it. So it's zero to 10 for these next okay. group of categories. All right. The first one musical potential. Do you think hereditary could be meaning to amuse? Now, John, do you want to describe how this category works? Because I believe there was some confusion there about was last confusion time. Last time, and I was incorrect. And I oh, thank you, Mark, for bringing that up and letting me, uh, giving me space to apologize. So, what this category means is, if the movie itself is a musical, we judge it on a different thing. But if someone has made a musical out of it, it doesn't. We're just talking about the movie itself. So, do we think hereditary? Could be a musical. Could be a musical. And we should say this category came from Midsommar, which is another Ari Aster movie. Uh, I'm going to say 90%. Really? You think it's very high? Yes, I think it could be a musical. So what would you do if you were like, we're adapting Hereditary into a musical? Like, what would be like your take or your thoughts or your approaches? God, I mean, like, tonally, okay, I I haven't seen Assassin's. Um, okay. But I've listened to the album, and I feel okay. like it's, uh, there's like original cast recording. I'm, I'll Thank take you. the bullet, okay. so John won't yell at you. <laughs> She's still fine. It's an album as well. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> you did nothing um, wrong. You have nothing to apologize for. I'm just like Pavlov's dog now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think the I think the darkness can work. I think that like I think there could be some really interesting things with like some. I'm, I'm thinking in the in the world of like Gregorian chants, like some, oh, like really okay. satanic like core oral vibes um, sure. throughout like interest it's woven in mm-hmm. you could do it like august osage county like just have a big like make it look like we're looking into like a miniature dollhouse you know what i mean mm-hmm. is you that how they did that? that they did a two-story house on stage there's a three-story house three well, the Whoa. budget on this thing <laughs> i thought you could call it if you wanted to change the name you could call a cute musical called make way for paymon <laughs> with an exclamation if, point sure yeah it'd be kind of like a you're <laughs> a good man charlie dress. brown kind of vibe yeah, yeah absolutely yeah because <laughs> maybe you do it from the colt's point of view or there's something about there's something very musical like theater about like finding out you're one of the eight kings of hell like me that's I'm a number the, i'm yeah. like that's maybe a musical sequel in a way if we do a stage musical sequel to hereditary the second act yeah where does it go from here that feels like a prequel to me Finding well, out you're one of the eight kings sure. of hell. 
And then what are you going to do? I was going to snowboard, but now I have to go. <laughs> I have to manage all somebody. these. Now. Yeah, oh, I have to go boy. torture all these souls. God, there goes my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Who would we want to do the music for the hereditary musical? Maroon 5? No, John, jump out of win. Never for nothing. God. Jesus, you are the devil. Maroon 5. You ever listen to Maroon 5? No, you ever never once. I've never had to date rape someone, so I've never listened to Maroon God, 5. Oh, gross. Maybe I could see a Kate Bush. Someone that's got to have like a Susie and the Banshee jukebox musical. I think I'd go a little gothy, you know? Yeah, definitely. Little the Black Cure. Parade. Can we get sure. Robert Smith to write the music? Isn't he problematic? Canceled? No, Rob, you're thinking of Morrissey. Oh yeah, true. That is <laughs> How did I thinking. know who you were thinking about? <laughs> I would honestly, I truly would like think about teaming Paul McCartney up with somebody. Um, oh, his new, his new album, like his 2020 album, uh, opens with a song about deep, deep, deep pain, and oh, uh, wow. I think I think he might be able to crack it there. If anyone right. can, it's Paul McCartney. Sure. So, Giovanni, you sticking with Paul McCartney. <laughs> that's, he's done a musical, hasn't he? Does it called like uh, Island Person or something? What's it called? <laughs> that sounds I, real. That sounds real. Island Person by Paul McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> hasn't he done one? I'm thinking of Moving Up. Moving Out? Moving Out. <laughs> Which is Billy Joel. The piano Joel. guy? Yeah. That's yeah. who I'm thinking of. Okay. Billy, Billy Joel. Piano Man. <laughs> what was Bruce Springsteen's? Jersey person. <laughs> no, he just did a one-person show. There's no oh. musical of Bruce Springsteen yet. Seems like a missed opportunity. Well, uh, John, what do you want to give uh, Hereditary for musical potential? I think it's tough. I think the the tone of it, it would be hard to really get, and it's not a big cast, so there's not, you know, like, the chorus would literally probably just be a chorus off stage. How many people are in Fun Home, though? I will give it Seven. a four. A four. <gasps> Oh my god! I like usually <laughs> respect like a difference in our percentages, but that was offensive. <laughs> this one hit, hits harder, <laughs> and it doesn't feel just wrong. It feels it feels like an attack. pointed. <laughs> Is it because both of you have like musical backgrounds and you've done musicals know, together? I don't I feel, feel like, like I'm attacking you. I feel like I said album. Instead of original cast no, recording, and then you were like, you don't know correct. shit. I didn't say Whatever you say, that. I'm going to say. Mark I'm invented gonna... that. I didn't, I didn't do that. anything. You, I'm oh, sitting here minding my business. <laughs> uh, don't turn on me, John. <laughs> facts are facts. Facts are fat. Um, I'll give it a, I would love to see it. I don't know how, I'll give it a seven, though. You know. Y'all sure. are not right. <laughs> Oh, we disagree with you one time. What? I've been disagreeing with you this entire time. It Haven't has said never boo. felt like this before. Oh, I see. <laughs> when she's on the other side, it's an issue. <laughs> well, let's maybe we could come together on this Here next category. Queer menace. Are there any queer menaces in this movie? I don't really think the I only mean, like, one I would say is Paymon, the actual demon, is like a threat to the family. I mean, he does kill everyone in the family, which is a big threat sure. to the nuclear family mm -hmm. when you kill all of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you gotta so, watch out for that. You gotta watch yeah, out. Yeah. Like, bit of a menace. Threatening. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Paymon was... himself, the demon and the cult, are kind of like a threat to the right, literally a threat to like this heteronormative family. But it doesn't feel like queer. You don't think this guy wearing a crown, making statue of himself, doing the hand thing? That's not all the pageantry. The lady who does the seance does Joan. have does have some queer vibes. And I think she's a little a little bit of a menace. I, I could see that from Joan. Yeah. Sure. Instigating. Yeah. Having serving weird tea. Mm -hmm. 
Why do I have to just gently touch this cup? Come on. <laughs> Queer menace. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say seven. No seven. Six. Six. Six percent. Six percent. I'm gonna give it a three. Three. I'm gonna give it a six for Paymon. Giving it an average of five. All right, our next one. Character actress makes a big swing. Well, isn't this okay. Tony Collette's to lose? I think Tony Collette and I think Ann Dowd. They both. Ann like, Dowd is great. Go for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. We consider Tony Collette a character actor. Like she does everything. I would say yes. so, yeah. I will never stop bringing up United States of Terra. Have you guys <laughs> watched it? I have not. It's on Showtime, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, R- Mark? I'm aware of it. I think I've seen a few okay. of them. I can tell. Oh, I don't think you have. I don't think you have. <laughs> I, I know she's got a never husband. watched just a few. By you saying that, it doesn't feel like you have seen it. <laughs> there was because... a time I had a free Showtime weekend, okay? Anything could have happened. Uh, Am I watching just, Californication? I don't know. I'm not going to stop bringing it up because I can tell by me bringing it up and y'all not uh, just bowing down to her. Is that, that you your favorite thing of hers? United States of Terror? Is that your favorite? I mean, it's absolutely, it's, it's, her performances are out of this world. Out so that's of a this yes. fucking so that's like your favorite. Probably the biggest canvas she has where she gets to do so much. Like she gets to probably do the most acting. Yes. I don't know that, I don't know powers. that anybody, I don't know that any role has ever offered anybody so much range. Gotcha. It's like her SNL audition. Oh, she has an album. Tony Collette and The Finish. She wrote all 11 tracks of their soul album, Beautiful Awkward Pictures, which came out in 2006. They've toured Australia, but haven't performed or released any new material until after 2007. I'm going to say, wait, what? We'll say the name of the category again. Character Actress Makes a Big Swing. Oh, hmm. Hmm. I would say that's how far she goes. Like, she's not yeah. like a pretty, like, oh, I'm going through a bad time. It's like, this no. feels real yeah. and raw. And, she gets ugly. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. I'll say, I'll say 90. A nine? A nine? 90? No. Zero, zero to, to ten. ten. Oh, zero to ten. I forgot. I'm so sorry. Nine. <laughs> Thank you for helping me. <laughs> I'll give it a ten. Ten. Like, I feel like it's rare to see, like, an actress, like, I'm going to make it uncomfortable to watch me. It's almost like yes. the antithesis to, like, a movie I'm star. you to root yeah. for me. Because that's, like, when you see someone in such those deep pangs of grief, in real life, it's hard to watch. Like, you don't know what to do. There's nothing mm-hmm. you can do. Um, it's amazing. I'm going to give it a ten. Give an average of 9.67, which is two points higher than Funny Lady. All right. Yeah. This next category, I think we're going to make up some points here. Macabre. How macabre is hereditary? I mean, it's all it is. Yeah, 10. ten. Not a lot of laughs. But I mean, it is like a cute neighborhood, I guess. It's like a cute. <laughs> it does like make you cute. always so know can... it's not. You don't want to move there. Yes. But it is like, I don't know. It's not like. Freddy Krueger, like, I mean, I assume I haven't seen it, but like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) If you can handle Hereditary, you can handle Freddy Krueger. I'm not going to try. Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) It does Um, make Utah look pretty, though. I do think, oh, Utah's pretty. Yeah, and not too cold. Not too cold, at least when we're here. Mm -hmm. It's mostly macabre. Seeing grandma desecrated graves. Mm -hmm. Nut allergies. Nut allergies. Finding your mom's corpse in the attic. Making a miniature of your daughter's death scene. That's I mean, insane. That's macabre. ultimately macabre. Yeah, okay. I'll it's like forgetting your sister beheaded is in the car and you just go to bed. I don't think he forget. I think, <laughs> I think, think he, he forgot. forgot. <laughs> you think he's, he's like, like, oh, yeah. What, like, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Where did I, where did I'm wearing my, my glasses. Yeah. I just <laughs> had my sister's head somewhere. Yeah. She, she made her way home somehow. <laughs> forgetting. 
So we all gave it a 10, giving it a 10, 10. which is the highest any movie has gotten in the last <laughs> uh, like 11 movies. Uh, no big shock there. And uh, finally, the last of the bonus categories. We're in the home stretch. You want to stay with us. <laughs> gay actors playing gay roles. Well, there's no real. Yeah. The only gay role I would say is like Paymon. He's not really personified by. Right. No one plays him. But I'm going to say zero. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say zero as well. I too will say zero, given an average of zero, which is also the lowest. <laughs> so <laughs> we've had in the last few movies. Uh, Lower even than Back to down. the Beach, which got a 0.5, but that had people on beaches. There you go. All right. Now <laughs> we are into the iconic categories. So these cater- categories are broader, wider reaching categories. So it's zero to 225. Is oh, shit. These next couple categories. Yeah. Yeah. Recalibrate your mind. Okay. All right. The, the first one. How would we rate hereditary in homoeroticism? How homoerotic is hereditary? Two. Uh, two out of 225. <laughs> yeah. I will say, uh, Peter and his friends, when you see them texting each other, they do both, they text each other jokingly asking for dick pics. Okay. Which, which is okay. Oh, I'm not right. giving this 100. Don't, I'm not crazy. All right. Uh, for that, I'll give it a seven. Seven. You said two, Jimani? Yeah. I don't remember that part, but th- I think that, that has to be taken into account as well. It must. Yeah. And I have to say, um, Paymon being covetous of a male body. I mean, the lady protests too much. Mm. Um, so I'll give it a 30. Give it an average of 13. Okay. All right. Uh, next one. Drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch Hereditary and come away with a whole book of ideas? I think there's a lot of like I think Charlie, the little sister, would be a great snatch game character. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But how would you like do the look that makes you go, oh, that's Charlie? You have her like carrying a little bird statue in an orange hoodie with a shirt on and the hair down. She's always in an orange hoodie. I thought you would it was it would be like a some sort of uh post somehow. Well, you do that neck. halfway through. You know what I mean? Halfway oh, through, yes. you gotta that's get your hit. Third so, act little twist. reveal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you can get there. I would also love to see the dinner table monologue as a lip sync would be really fun. <laughs> fun. Losing my religion could be a good song for this. That could work. That's me in a corner when she's literally in the corner. Yeah. 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 You get it. Yeah. I think there's some, there's <laughs> yeah. some fun. Also shit. the I... whole, like this thing when she's like sawing her own neck off. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Do you remember that Giovanni? The stab. <laughs> it was stabbing. Wasn't it? Stabbing? No, it was piano wire. Cause you see I the broken piano. <laughs> okay. Oh right, my God. Our guest. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Oh my God. I did. See yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Remember? Yeah, you no. Know. Oh my God. Horrible. It's also one of those things where you're like, at first you see it. And you're like, wait, what am I looking at? What am I seeing? And those end up being the most disturbing things. Yeah. Right, Cause you have to think oh about them. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, uh, drag. So Please drag no, queen nobody do drag of that. Please. You don't no. want to see hereditary <laughs> drag? No, I mean, you can do hereditary stuff, but don't do that part. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. You must have a rough time in October. Cause I feel I like LA it. is like crazy. It gets crazier for Halloween every year. And like all activities are like scary themed. I went, I did go to, I went to my first scary thing. I went to Haunted Hayride last year. That's okay. Oh, yeah. you, what'd you think? Bad. It's yeah, not it was bad. Pretty bad. Fun. It's it pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Pretty fun. I've been fine. Quality. It took me like nine months to stop finding hay in my shoes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so 
That's my one note. There you go. <laughs> Too much hay. Too much hay. So what do we think for drag queen inspiration, Giovanni? Mm, 18. 18. Yeah, I think it's pretty low. I'll go 24. 24. I think you guys are being way too hard. We got icon, horror icons here. Dragula would have a field day. Okay. No, like, really? There's no, like, it's not like Carrie White at the prom or, you know what I mean? Well, this has only been out for four years. You got to give this stuff time. time. I'm just saying. That, it is Carrie time. was iconic right away. Come on. Mm-hmm. Piano wire through the neck. It's pretty oh iconic. God. I, I did say. see, well, I did see Babadook lit. looks immediately. Yeah. Well, I'm giving it a 124. Okay. Given an average of 55.33. All right, our next one. This one might be tough. Actually, it will definitely be tough. Queer 101. How much of this would you say is like an essential text of queerdom, this movie? I would say not in the least. Not no. really, no. Unless you're a comprehensive actress fan. <laughs> and out you know? complete is. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes, <laughs> just as like I just like, hey, you're a baby queer, and I need you to know everything about Tony Collette. <laughs> yeah, Blatt, yeah uh, right. in that sense, I suppose. <laughs> yes, we will be listening to Tony Collette and the finish. Um, <laughs> we'll be analyzing all the lyrics. Um, but this not this is not like a queer movie. No, no. Uh, two, two. I'll give it for Anne Dowd and Tony Collette together again. I'll give it a twelve. Twelve. Um, yeah, I'll give it a 10. Give an average of eight. Finally, the last of the iconic categories, camp factor. How campy is hereditary? I don't feel like it's campy at all. (laughs) I think I think it's one of those things where, like, if you describe it to someone, it would sound campy. But to actually watch an experience, it isn't campy. Yeah. Right. Well, maybe this. I got a quick list of campy things I noticed in the movie. Okay. Um. So here we go. Wearing jewelry to your own grave. No one being sad after a funeral. Your mother offering her breast to your child seems maybe a wee bit pushy. Being pawns in a horrible machine. Cutting off a bird's head for arts and crafts. Going to therapy in secret. Being nudged by an art gallery. Catching the ghost of your grandmother doing some sort of women who run with the wolves ceremony. Ominous utility poles. Chopping a ridiculous amount of walnuts. Sudden emotional gut punches, stained glass windows in secular buildings, tense family dinners, getting annoyed when someone interrupts your spooky seance, waking up your son to tell them you never wanted to be a mother, your mom being really excited to do a seance with you, getting a lot of tension out of a character gluing a miniature chair, ominous doormats, a middle-aged woman screaming at a teenager to get out of his own body to make way for Paymon, having a photo album that's only photos of you and your creepy cult having a fabulous cocktail party, everyone in history class seeing you get possessed by a demon, Creepy naked people smiling or naked creepy. No, creepy naked people smiling or naked people creepily smiling. And finally, your mother levitating. Zero. <laughs> I, you, that was a list of very grounded moments in the movie. Very grounded. Very impressively. <laughs> impressively grounded. Seriously. This was me reaching. There was like a good 20 minute stretches where I was just like watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. I forgot. I took very <laughs> few notes in. because I was just watching the movie. I'll give it a nine. Nine. I'll give it a 20. Give an average of 9.67, which is uh, the lowest by <laughs> a lot. The next lowest is uh, The Invitation, which has a 24.33. Finally, Giovanni, we're into the crown jewels. So these we don't rate. We just say yes or no. Okay. All right. The first one. A 50% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does Hereditary have a positive portrayal of homosexuality? 
I would say no. I don't think it's homophobic, but I don't think it. I don't think homosexuality is an issue that is dealt with or exists or acknowledged in this movie. I would agree with that. Yeah, I agree. All right. Then finally, this is the very last category. Negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Stonewall. <laughs> this is not the movie Stonewall, so it will not lose 50% of its points. All right. That's it. We're done. No more. You're almost done having to talk about this movie, this horror show. All right. So, Giovanni, now that we've been through it all, do you still think it's going to get like a 36%? Uh, for what? What? For what was? That was I don't. What you said at the beginning that was what you guessed it would score as a thirty-six percent overall. Yeah. yeah. Do you still think like that now final that you've been score. through it all? A fi- wait, wait, wait! Final score of like how gay it is? Yeah. Yeah. After all these questions oh. we've just asked, you know the oh. premise of this podcast, <laughs> well, this is the, and this is what you're calculating to get to. I don't remember where I was when this began. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, you guessed. Let put it this how, way: you guessed thirty-six percent. Do you yeah, still I'll stand s- by that? I, I mean, I, I'll stand by it. Fair <laughs> enough. Person of, she's got convictions. We'll give her that. Yes. All right. So, out of a total possible two thousand two hundred and eighteen point thirteen points, Hereditary has scored nine hundred and fourteen point thirty, giving it a percentage of forty one point twenty two, making it the one hundred and thirty third gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Smile, but gayer than Beaches. Gayer than beaches. Hereditary is gayer, gayer than, than beaches. The Bette <laughs> Midler true. movie. Wait, no. Oh, I, yes, the Bette. Yeah, 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 the Bette Midler. Yeah. Sometimes, sorry. Sometimes I mix up and Lady and Kazan. The beach. and, beaches yeah, yeah. has a forty-one. Hereditary has a forty-one point twenty-two. That is so weird. <laughs> That's so weird. I think Beaches is scared just because of the musical numbers, but sure, but it's close. I mean, that was also when we were doing our older scoring system, right, and it was right, a lot yeah. tougher to score higher for Beaches. But Midler like has a fit in a perfume area of a department store. Yeah, like, it does a singing telegram as a bunny. As her character bunny. is yeah. a real asshole too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Lady Kazan is her mother. It's, it's they have a, right They have a That's window in their living room. <laughs> they can talk to each other through. Yep. Oh, right. And, in the apartment, yes, right? And hereditary so is York. gayer than that. By 0.22 of a point, <laughs> of a percentage point. Wow, a squeaker. Well, I would say maybe we should rescore beaches, but I really don't want to. No. I don't care enough about it. <laughs> I always don't really care for that movie too much. Uh, But what I do care for is Giovanni being a wonderful guest. What a treat. What a dream. Is there anything you like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Oh, golly. Um... Uh, you can you can hear me in upcoming episodes of Bugs Bunny Builders and Ooh, We wow. Baby Bears. Whoa, <laughs> that's fun. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I think that I can't think is of. Is there any a specific li- character shows. you play, or are you not allowed to say, or is it a variety? Uh, you'll you'll hear me as Kathy Bat uh, in Bugs Bunny and uh, Farah. I has like a. Eight episode arc and we baby wow. bears. Wow. I'm uh, I'm uh, at Giovanni. Wherever you're seeing my name listed on this, you can find me on um, any of the social, social media things. things. Just my first name at Giovanni. Amazing. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. It's been a dream and a delight, delight to talk with you. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens T W Old Queens. Follow me on Letterboxd where I maintain the current movie rankings. 
Yeah, so you can email us at 20queens, T-W-O, oldqueens at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought. Did we get anything wrong? Did we forget anything? Please tell us. Uh, we also have merch, right? Or a Patreon? Yes. Which one? Both. Do, do Patreon. <laughs> oh, we got a Patreon. You can get twice the queenage. Go to patreon.com slash queens and get twice the episodes. Yes, and we also have merch. If you go to TeePublic and search for queens, there's a lot of fun stuff you can buy for yourself and your loved ones. And a percentage of all the proceeds goes to the Okra Project. So you're not just buying merch, you're helping people out. And that's it. That's we'll it. keep it going. Four more uh, horror more movies. That's it for us. We'll see you next time. Love you both. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Arche and Mike Rennie. Bye. Goodbye. We didn't get that right. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.